All right, I'm on intro duty. Time to fuck it up and not know how to do it at all. I don't want to do like a, hey guys, welcome to my podcast series. Like I'm a fucking YouTuber or something. Okay, well that was kind of disrespectful because when I was still doing, when I was doing a podcast with Spartan, he always made me do the intro and it was like a running meme. You can ask anybody who um, did a, a podcast with us or you can even ask Spartan himself. He always made me do the intro as much as he knew I hated it. And I always started with Hey guys! Oh no! <laughs> Fuck, we've been here for 30 seconds! We fucked it up. We fucked it up. It's okay. Well, I always thought, see, no, my thing was like, I always watch a whole bunch of YouTube videos or things and they'll start with like, hey guys, this is blah, blah, blah. Yep. Welcome to another blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I always thought in the back of my head, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to try to just not yeah. do that. Why? I don't know. I don't know how else you're supposed to start an intro. I don't know how else you're supposed to lead in. And mm -hmm. I guess that's why you delegated it to me. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, we talked about this a little bit, but you did um, throw out the prospect of starting a series. And it just I feels did. right that if you're going to start a series, then well, you ought to do the intro rather than making your guests do it, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I suppose that's courtesy maybe is the word <laughs> not making your guests do also we need to talk about the the word series that's alleged that's uh that is not confirmed <laughs> yeah that's... no i am um i'm projecting that hope onto what i heard perhaps earlier. i saw you type so <laughs> perhaps I, I might have typed that at some point uh i'm sure proof exists i need to do a quick search for like podcast and make sure that it no longer exists before Don't worry, people I'll go find, find it. it. Oh fuck. I'm sure you will. <laughs> You'll find I'll put it I'll put it on like the forum somewhere and totally forgot about it. You can't delete it. Oh I can edit over it though. You can't Stop. delete posts, but you can edit you can get rid of the evidence at least. Oh Don't wait, worry. but you're an admin. You can just go I find was just... my edit. Fuck. Just get ready to say, no matter what you do, I can see your edit history. No, so... You're right. <laughs> fuck. If anybody but you because <laughs> like quick would have been too lazy quick would never listen to this podcast true <laughs> quick hardly listens to me do you think he's gonna listen to me actually talk stop he, read my not... discord messages <laughs> he just like he just like he will see things anybody. sometimes oh, that's true actually he'll just I like i think that oh good oh, i was just gonna say he's kind of infamous for not responding to dms yes yeah absolutely I think he responded to my DMs when I was like the AGM of Helsinki when we made a playoff run and he went, he fucked off somewhere and I had been in the league for like two, three seasons and he was like, hey, by the way, submit our playoff lines. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You put that on me? I'm going to be the one who submits our, our projected to go very far in playoffs. Just casually make some lineup tweaks. So like every change I made, I think I sent or like wanted to make. I was like, "Hey, is everything here like not terrible?" <laughs> and he responded to DMs then. Yeah, no, he responded to my DMs very quickly when I was asking him questions about Fantasy Zone Manager because, like, you know, I didn't have anybody immediately before me to transition me into that role. Okay. <laughs> Twists. So, um, so was it Bush he... before you? No, you old fart. It oh was Twists. And then oh, before was him was Twist. McWolf. 
And then before him, I think it was Bush. Oh my God. Wow. All right. I just totally, I forgot McWolf even did it. <laughs> Damn. Well, Some I hope he listens I to this podcast. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be very incriminating in a lot of ways. Okay, Don't but worry. Fantasy Zone Manager, asking quick questions. Okay. What do you mean, okay? You were the one talking. I interrupted you. Oh. You were no, going, you were going on like a point or something. Oh. No, I was saying like I was... No, I was relating to your comment about quick answering DM, DMs quickly when he needs to, you know? So, like, That's as fair. Fantasy Zone manager, he was, like, ding, ding, ding all over it. But now I'm, like, you know, send a casual DM, and he's, like, oh, yeah, I will respond within two to three business days. And I'm, like, you know what? <laughs> exactly. Take your time. I'm I... never messaging him about anything exceptionally important anyway that elicits True. an immediate response. And... You know, if if there is something that I need, like, immediately, if he doesn't respond, then I'm sure there's someone else who can help me out, you know? Sure, exactly. So it's not like a make or break type of thing. Exactly. <laughs> so? So. All right, I got to dig into my bag of rant topics. You know what the one I think I feel like would be easiest to rant about for me right now? What? Is I am so much more hyped about PBE than I am VHL, and I hate saying it. No, you don't. Do you? You're, you ab- don't you're absolutely you right. Said- I have no remorse about saying that. <laughs> you said that like multiple times. Like yeah. you're like, damn, maybe I should just go on welfare. And then True. the next day, you're like, damn. Well, okay, maybe but I it, should just go on welfare. Okay, but in fairness, <laughs> I've hit privileged mode where my welfare is now worth five TPE. Mm. So is that one TPE a week is the sacrifice for not having to care as much? Yeah. So you're still and doing kind of worth, right? So you'd still be doing like, what your press conference, mm-hmm. your dot com, mm-hmm. maybe trivia. Some trivia. Mm-hmm. So you could still get eleven, and then Quick told me to stop saying things like that, and I was like, "What the fuck? Free country, <laughs> or at least, or at least mine is." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they do up north. I I forgot. I said free country and forgot that we were in two entirely different countries. So that, that logic doesn't apply here. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I was watching Our Planet earlier. Have you seen that show? I have not. Bro, okay, I actually really recommend it. It's slight tangent. Um, it's nature documentary type shit, but okay. it's also like, yeah, these are really cool, huh? Well, this is how humans are ruining it. And oh, it's like, damn. It's like, damn. Okay, oh, global warming fuck. really on this one or... Damn, maybe we shouldn't build all those dams, you know? Like Damn. So I was watching that earlier and then I was like it really blew my mind because I forgot that there's like a world, you know? Like it's sometimes true. like I know realistically I live on a planet, right? But sure. sometimes I just it's not that I forget, it's just the fact that I do not compute the fact that there are peoples who live in this world, like on the same planet as me. That's true. Like living in the same world and living on the same planet feel like very divorced ideas. I don't know why. I don't have a good reason. I literally studied anthropology and culture and languages around the world and all this stuff. And I still cannot comprehend the fact that people live all over this rock. Like, isn't that wild? That's true. On every little bit, well, most bits actually, but I guess most of it's water. 
so not every little bit, but like yeah, a good I mean, chunk of it. <laughs> and I'm sure people aren't living in the Sahara by choice. Probably. Yeah. And if they are, then they're not there long. You know? Sure. Yeah, exactly. Probably. You only you can only do so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there aren't very many attractions out there. So. Right. There's no fucking Disney World. Why would you even exactly. want to go? Exactly. Exactly, bro. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing There's not there. even, like, a movie theater. No. Or, like... A part like you can't even hang up a hammock, bro. No, exactly. Like, right? Where are the trees, though? <laughs> Unless you want to put it between two cactus. I guess you could like find some cactuses that are close enough. I mean, could you? Maybe. I don't know. I've never been there. I mean, either. I would need somebody from the Sahara to confirm. If there's anyone from the Sahara. In 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 the VHL would be even more. You know. We, we get that crossover of people that live in the Sahara and also could potentially listen to this podcast. Yeah, that would be exceptionally convenient. It'd be incredibly no. convenient. Even if somebody <laughs> could just pretend for content, that'd be fantastic. Do a, little, <laughs> exactly. do a little homework. You've got about a week to get on Google. Get as many fun facts as you know. And then, you know, we'll talk about it for 10 minutes and then move on so we don't have to, like, harp on it and poke holes in the fact that you're not actually from the Sahara. It's just a thought. I think our best bet is going to be hoping that a new create yep. creates a player from the Sahara, yep. right? And they accidentally stumble onto this podcast and they're like, ooh, role play. And then they go at it, you know? Like, I right. think that's most likely. True. Yeah. It'll just all have to, is there, now you say a new recreate from the Sahara. Is the Sahara like something, is it like its own entity? There's no way. I have no idea. You can't, like, make your flag the Sahara Desert. The Sahara Desert's located somewhere. It's in Africa, right? Yeah. I'm expecting myself as an idiot. Okay, good. Well, see, I, I was hoping you would say something, because I didn't want to say... I Like, <laughs> okay, it's, like, um, North Africa somewhere. And that's as much as yes. I care about Africa, so... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in, like, the big part of Africa, not, like, the skinny part. Yeah, you know? right. The big, like, top boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like if... Like if Africa was a hockey stick, it would be the blade of the stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> yes, this is VHL content, this is everyone. Fucking content. <laughs> See, this is the this is the downside of doing a podcast, right? Because I'm a person within my friend group who's notorious for like saying things before I fully thought them through. That's my entire life. Awesome. That's, Great. That's We're on my... the same page. <laughs> Except Except the issue is that I don't think things through and I usually have no further thoughts to be had, you know? Right. Like, <clears throat> something that will probably come up again is the fact that I just, I simply don't compute things. Like, I know them. I just don't, they just don't, like... They don't set it. Work, right? Right. Like, did I know that the Amazon was in South America? Yes. Sure. Did I realize that, this, that the Amazon was in South America? No, like true. Do you understand? Did, do like, I? Did, did you realize that South America is like right fucking there? Yeah, like, we're, we're basically right. Look out your window. I mean, not really. Maybe, maybe you look maybe, out your window. Yeah, maybe I have a better chance. I'm more on the southern end of things. Yeah, I'm up in the middle finger of the south. Uh, I'm still in the Bible Belt, you know. Okay, so. okay. <laughs> Am okay. I in the Bible Belt? Where the fuck is? What's what's the technical like? line of the bible belt because i'm in texas and saying anywhere in texas isn't in the bible belt almost feels sacrilegious uh yeah i will be honest i don't know if the bible belt like actually comes as far north as i am but 
so I found one picture that has like a hot spot, and on the edges it's like a gradient, and I think I'm on the gradient, which is fair enough. Okay, yeah, I think I'm looking at the same picture, and I'm definitely not in the Bible Belt, but okay. we have the dweebs in the state, so we still deal with them, and usually they represent us in in politics. So okay. well, then you yeah. count. Yeah, that counts. I feel like. I'm there by association, if nothing else. Right, exactly. You can at least, like, claim to be a part of the Bible Belt. It's not like, oh, well, you're not technically there, but I get the, I get it. Exactly. If you started talking exactly. to me about your favorite Bible Belt restaurants and tourist attractions, you'd be like, yeah, I got you. Um, yeah. I mean, we can believe that <laughs> if you want. Okay. Like... <laughs> Okay, so circling back to the however the that hell was a we tangent. diverged. I, I don't know how where we diverged, but I was going to talk about PVE and how I yep. love the money system a lot more. Yeah, so tell me about that, because I will be honest, I don't get it, and I'll be double honest, I'm, I haven't made any effort to understand it, so... Yes, okay. So at first I hated it, because a while back there was another league that started. It was like the NSHL, and they were okay. going to do it on... What's the what's FHM? What's the F stand for? Fantastic. Um, fuck. No, it's not that one. I it's not fuck. Um. Whatever it is, FH is like a different sim engine, which eventually had like complications. It's, it's like a contract manager game on Steam, pretty much. Gotcha. Um, but there were complications with it, and it kind of died. And that was where I got my first taste of it. And at first, I hated it because I was like, "Wow, this is so grindy." Basically, instead of some things you do straight for TP. Like here you do a six point task and a two point task. Maybe your job is worth three. You have a couple different options to get a 2.1 and you hit a certain cap. Okay. But in money leagues, you're it's basically like claiming welfare every week. Except in order to do that, you need to take money out of your account. Mm -hmm. So every player has a running bank and everything you do gets added to the bank. So like instead of making a 500 word article that's worth six TPE, I write a 500 word article that's worth $500,000 and that $500,000 can be used when the week turns over to get my weekly TPE, if that makes sense. Okay, and that so th makes sense. Yeah, and they have some things like they have, I guess this is, as somebody who's newer to sim leagues, this is the more like traditional quote unquote point task where in addition to that, they'll have, Hey, write 150 words for three TP. And that's kind of like our, or like dot coms and stuff. Yeah. So that's all in addition to the money. That's like a separate. Gotcha. Okay. But like the reason I've been liking the money so much is because if you're like me, I'm a super obsessive person. Like okay. I, I, I'm so bad at maintaining things over a period of time. If I'm into something, I am fucking into something. Okay, I actually relate to that on a very spiritual level. Um, I don't have any clean examples, but I 100% understand. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start this lifestyle change. And then two True. days later, I'm like, actually, I, I changed my mind. Actually, no, that was so cool for those two days, but I've lived through those two days. And yeah, or it's like, today I is have a new an interest. Yep. Yes, exactly. I have an interest. Um, and I obsess about it and put all of my energy into it for like eight hours. And then I'm like, four days later, I'm like, damn, maybe I should revisit that. That's why I'm so bad about finishing books too. It takes me forever yep. to finish them. Cause I'm like, yes, you know, I'll read like a bunch at once. 
Yep. And then I'll be like, yeah, you know, I can get a bunch done tomorrow. And then I don't read for another week and a half. Yep. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. So if I'm not, yeah, and it's like I'm either 110% into it or I'm not into it at all. Yeah. If, if exactly. I'm not like, if I'm not like bouncing off the walls thinking about I want to do this, then I'm not going to do it. Right. So it so it becomes like super cool because at first I hated money stuff because I was like, oh wow, it's so grindy, and it kind of mm -hmm. is because like the big a big chunk of your earning will come in the off season where you can buy equipment packages. So it's basically. It's not quite like, um, it's not spring training. What the fuck is it? Training camp. Yeah. So we do our training camp, like get your 310 TP or whatever. And they still do that too. They have like a training camp, but it's more like, hey, here's a whole bunch of different tiers. Here's one that's worth 15 TP that's like a couple million dollars. And then here's mm -hmm. one that's worth 25 that's worth a couple million dollars. Or, or here's the big one that's worth 50 and that's 18 million dollars. So if you want a max yeah. earn, you have to like, have a lot of cash yeah you need okay. to grind and at first i thought that was a negative and now that i'm looking at it i'm like no this is a, definitely a positive because when i'm into doing stuff for sim leagues i sit down for like an entire week and just start pumping out graphics and shit i've noticed that you you binge post yes you, you know like you'll do your press conference because i follow the chicago press conference thread because i'm a nerd and i like to see people's you responses. are a nerd yeah True. um so i see that you'll do that and then i see that you'll you know post to vhl.com and then and then maybe a little something here and there and i'm like okay uh, that 10 a.m on a tuesday is definitely yep it was definitely sonnet's vhl moment yep that was that was my <laughs> hey i've got 15 minutes i'm gonna get literally everything for the week done <laughs> Yep. So do you think that the money system um, is a way to get around the issue that some people have identified in the VHL where everybody is able to compete at the same level? Kind of. Okay, good question, actually. Super good question, because I do kind of think so. Just because if you want to really max her, like, So the one thing I haven't figured out yet in PBE is like how much tpe do you really need to compete because the mm -hmm. vhl like you can be super hard thousand tpa max earner but you really mm -hmm. start competing at around 700 you can have a player start dominating the league at right. anywhere between 700 and that 1000 if you get lucky exactly yeah so there's like a drop off right and i don't know what that drop off is for pbe but it's mm -hmm. it's nice that there's at least a system in place to like if i put in more work and do more things and have more money every off season and I'm able to get the big TP packages every year and some people aren't, I feel at least rewarded with that edge over other people and like, hey, I'm doing more so I can put more into my player. Right, as opposed to max earning for a whole season and then, you know, clicking training camp for your 10 PE. Right. Whereas someone else who's been claiming welfare and practice facility exclusively for the whole season also gets to click the training camp and get the same 10 P T TPE that you did. Mm. Gotcha. Well, it might take longer for them to like hit that point. I don't know. It's, it's more, I guess it's more like, I think there's a, there's, I don't want to say this without pissing people off because people are going to get mad. But I, I, but like, I think some people realize that it's true that in the VHL, it is not hard to max earn. Relatively. Yeah. Doing a quick graphic 
doing a press conference, copy-pasting trivia, and then writing 150 words takes like 20 to 25 minutes if you really just don't care much about the quality of it. Mm-hmm. You can just sort of spit stuff out and go and that's it. Cool. I'm on the same level as literally everybody else who puts so much time into this. And right, which can which can be kind of demoralizing for yes. folks who are putting like good energy into, you know, uh, their graphics or long form uh, media spots. Yep. They're getting the same payoff as folks who are just word vomiting for 500 words. Right. Somebody who's, who just checked in on their Tuesday at 10 a.m., got it all done and got out. But like, Were you around for... Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Were you around for um, grading? I was not around for grading. I yeah, think okay. I think this is my third... <laughs> I can check, actually. I don't even have to guess. It just says so. I joined in, like, 62, I think, was the season I played the minors. Okay. August 5th, 2018. So I'm coming up on three years. Wow. Um, Sonnet Day is coming. It is. <laughs> August 5th. <laughs> so they had moved away from the grading. Yeah, they. I think they were pretty long out of grading, I'm, I'm sure. Okay. And it seemed... Kind of... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say it's kind of difficult for me to uh, keep track of where things in VHL history are because the old heads just talk about them like, oh, yeah, you know, back in my day, we used to do it. This yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't care. And then it's hard to get a sense of scale because the old heads are like back in my day, except they're actually like 24. So you're like, wait, yeah. back back in your, how fucking long ago was it then? <laughs> if you're not even 25 yet. Exactly. You're talking about this like it was forever ago. <laughs> yeah. And you've got old heads like Becca Top who have been here for every season since season one. And you have old heads like, like Quick, Quick who just, you know, did a couple peace outs for a little bit. Yep. Is still considered a long-standing member, as he should be, you know. But... Yep. Guys like Victor, some guys that are coming back. I think Jardy's been around forever. Yeah, I think so too. But... Not not so much recently, but he's come back, and he would have more of an idea on like that stuff. But like, I could see myself really appreciating something like grading for that exact reason. Where like, the difference between somebody who who full caps really quickly once a week, and then moves on versus a general manager who's like always on discord especially if you're a minors general manager but you're always on discord you're always mm-hmm. recruiting new people you're always teaching people more about like here's how you get into stuff here's how you update here's what's important here's what to look at or like a commissioner who's always I, i'm gonna be honest putting out fires that's mm-hmm. your job as commissioner yeah um or if you're somebody like you know like vsn people who regularly every week put out long form like quality content that they put a lot of effort into as opposed to shitting out 500 words for their week which i have done on more than one occasion yeah i mean same uh so usually the counter argument or the solution that people will offer to the issue that you're talking about is changing job pay Uh what do you what do you have to say about that because a lot of gms specifically okay i'm saying that very vaguely because um, I'm, I more so mean that I've heard conversations specifically from GMs about how GM pay should be increased from two P two TPE. Um, I don't really know how I feel about that. Not like, I don't know how I feel about it. Not feeling good. Just like, I simply don't know what my opinion on is on it. Um, 
So in stuff like that, I mean, I feel like they probably do more than what two TP is worth. I've had some, I so I I've heard the, sort of the common consensus, I guess, from a lot of my friends who have been miners GMs and have made the transition to the majors, or mm. even just people who were there before. It seems like everybody sort of agrees that being a miners GM is a lot harder. Because once you get to the majors, everybody you're drafting kind of knows what they're doing already. They kind of know where their build's going. They know how to update. They know where to look for a whole bunch of, you know, stuff just generally. They know how to navigate the site and stuff. And so a lot more of your regular season is very passive. It's just like, all right, I'm going to set the lines. We're going to see where the Sims go and we're going to react from there. Maybe there are trades going on. Whereas in the minors, your job only, your job's like only just starts when the season goes. Because now people have questions about where to go find Sims and what does this mean? And my player isn't performing the way I want. How do I change that? And you're constantly teaching people to like, here's where to go to do this. Here's what you need to do in order to get all of the TPE, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, all, of, all of that to say that like, I do think GMs do a lot more work than two TPEs. As, so if they want to up it, I honestly d- totally understand why. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, on one hand, I would say that the challenges... I don't know if I would go so far as to say that the GM... Like, GMing is harder or easier at one place or another. Mostly because I've never done either. Mm -hmm. uh, So it doesn't really feel like my place to say anything about how difficult someone's job is. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, I don't... I just thought about this. I don't really know why updaters are getting paid four and GMs are getting paid two. That's pretty bullshit. Is it up to four now? I thought it was three when I was an updater. It's for because there was a an announcement that I found somewhere on forums that all job pay is even numbers. Oh, so. wait, did I just claim three forever and not know? Am I stupid? <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know when it was up. To, like, I don't remember when it was up. To, I could find the post if you wanted me to, but yeah. So updaters get paid four, GMs get paid two, which feels a little backward to me because updating. It can be as much or as little work as you want, whereas GMing, I guess the same could be said, but to an extent, I feel like in order to say that you're meeting expectations as a GM, you are inherently required to do more and different kinds of things than an updater does. Does that make sense? Yeah. And not only that, you have to be constantly interacting with people and keeping up like your best... I don't know that I want to say persona, but like, well, you kind of have to be your best self, right? You don't want to be mega asshole man who people don't want to play for and just immediately get traded like a certain team in the pve that i didn't want to get drafted to right and also i think you can even justify that with seeing how victor has loosened up his persona since he's left moscow as their gm Mm -hmm. you know like he's gone he's gone like off the rails but in the best way i feel like for himself like i feel like yes I don't know Victor very well, so I don't want to say that he's doing this, but like it feels to me like he feels much more natural that he doesn't have to censor himself, not to say that he ever really, you know, made it clear that he was censoring himself in the first place. But You're right. He just he just seems more loose and willing to like go now that he's yeah. not GM of Moscow. And that would make sense. Because right. the yeah. last thing you want to be is a bad because like people or commissioners, I guess, especially very much see GMs as like the faces for the league. And if you don't have good, likable people as the faces of your league, then there's an inherent problem and they're going to start knocking on the door. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right. But I I think going back to, like, do they make enough? 
I think about it this way. For two TPE, you can be a miner's GM or you can write 150 words and submit it. Yeah. Like, that's the amount of work it's equivalent to, which doesn't <laughs> seem right. Do you remember, not to start shit on this podcast, but do you remember the proposal that I think it was DMAX had where he suggested that GMs should be writing... Uh, <laughs> do you remember that? Every week? Oh, no. <laughs> For two TPE. Holy fuck, I remember that. That was wild. I thought oh, that was, that was a great thread. <laughs> I only remember that as distinctly as I do because I wrote a comment that was over 500 words and then tried to claim it. And Let's it go. Got no. So a, no. So Wait, I, made I remember a whole, this. Yeah. So I made a whole new topic, copy pasted my comment, gave it, you know, slapped the title on it and then claimed it and it got approved. Good. I, I like, remember okay. this. That's big brain though. <laughs> That's the hustle. I respect that. I mean, that's what a commissioner told me to do, so <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. Hell yeah, you put in that work to do five... I'm such a <laughs> proponent of any work that you do in this league is claimable. Like, if you think you yeah. if you think you think made a nice big post that contributed to the discussion, congratulations, that's a fucking media spot. Send it. Do it. What's that? You were, you were a part of the draft stream, and you were doing, like, a talking podcast thing for two hours? Claim it, dude. That's work. You should. I mean, I'm pretty sure that draft stream gets you four claims. Yeah, uh, I think depending on how many people are there, I think if it's more than four people, you can only claim it so many times. I think it was two. True. That's fair. Yeah. I just remember, I was trying to remember what Spartan was able to get for it since he was on the M stream. Pretty oh yeah. And they're not, they're not as big a team right on the M stream. It's just, it's more like a handful, two or three. Yeah, I think they're a smaller crew, but yeah. I haven't watched much since I left DM. Yeah, so. I I have no like stake in the miners draft, so I don't watch. That's not a knock on the miners draft or or how it's run. I just I don't have a player in the miners, nor do I have a team in the miners, so I'm like, you yeah. know, there's no reason. No, no reason to feign investment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I don't really know. Like a lot of these people are maybe newer guys. Or just other members, it's like, oh, hey, it's McWolf's player that's going to be there for one year until he gets to the VHL, right. which will right. ultimately have more impact on the length of his career. Like, Well, we have the VHLE now. We so... do. Oh, fuck, we do. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I, <clears throat> I don't have a lot of thoughts on it, honestly. I... I don't want to form an opinion until I see it in motion for a few seasons. And then... That's fair. And then I think I'll be able to actually like think critically about it. I'm also someone who absorbs other people's opinions, so I need to hear all the sides of the argument before I can figure out like what I think. You sure, know? that's 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 fair. It's so it's such an interesting like jump. I so this was something that Bog was talking about for a long time, and it was oh, so yeah. hard to sit on everybody like crying for hey we have to do something we need expansion we need more teams. I'm just like knowing what the discussions were behind the scenes. Like, uh, I mean, we're kind of expanding. Yeah. But holy I mean, fuck, you're not ready for. <laughs> I think ultimately. So here's here's the thing. I, I have so many like weird dots more on like a higher level, I guess. Not so much on yeah. the details and how it's going to work and whatnot. Yeah. I think it's a good idea because I've heard from a lot of people. You know, a lot of people just want, you know, just expand easy, just make more teams, just make more teams, just keep going out. Yeah. But a lot of some of these older guys, 
have been through over expansions before where they had to contract the league down from teams in order because it's like we can't fill roster spots anymore like depressed yeah and from the way they describe it they're like we're never we never want to put ourselves in a position where we have to do that again and I can imagine why, because at this point you have you've given extra people general manager jobs. Some of them, especially nowadays, that have probably been waiting a while. And now, what you're going to tell them? Hey, you're the newest team. You're the first to go. Yeah. Like that's bullshit. Nobody wants that. Yeah, it feels like it could be a. I mean, if I were to find out, I mean, this would not happen, I don't think. But if I were to find out, hop on VHLforum.com and find out that Chicago was just canceled. It's goodbye. I mean, what? what? Yeah, exactly. No. Wait, hold on. I like Chicago. You're like, wait, I like it. Like, that's my team, bro. Exactly. That's my team. What happens to me now? Do I just have to go somewhere else? Am I a free yeah. agent? That kind of sucks. I liked it here. Well, not even that, but just, like, the team vibe. Like, that's right. my franchise, dude. Like, <laughs> that was... Exactly. My first and only VHL team that I've ever played on, you know? Like, there's, like, a... I don't want to say, like, a special connection because I don't want to make it deeper than it is. But I'm, like, I don't know, to agree <laughs> emotionally attached to the team. Like, yes, go Chicago. Oh, man, you want to talk <laughs> about... Fishy, you want to talk about emotional attachments to your first team? Yeah, tell me about it. You know, I still have a Helsinki hat in the closet somewhere. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Don't you have, don't you yeah, have a shirt, too? I do have a shirt as well. Yeah. But I also, I don't know, we're not going to get too deep into it. <laughs> Just Quick really had a, a positive impact on you, huh? He, he did. He <laughs> did. And I thought very positively about Helsinki until I applied to be a GM there. And then, yeah. uh-oh. <laughs> I thought that you were going to, I thought your sentence was going to end with, I thought very highly of Quick. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> what i wanted i take it back i take it back we're cutting it he's gonna like, cancel quick live on air <laughs> no yeah. i would only cancel quick the only beef i have with quick is that sometimes he just calls me a weeb and he's right but i don't have to be happy about that you're right you you can accept it and still be upset right listen i can't refute your point but fuck you <laughs> asshole <laughs> Yeah, that, and he doesn't even respond to your DMs. So. Right, exactly. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. my DMs are important. What Sometimes. a man. <laughs> what a guy. That's what I'm saying. But tangent aside, I think from a logistics point, it is easier to get to a point where they're like, hey, we can no longer sustain the E-League, so we're just going to drop it and go back to normal. Mm-hmm. I don't think feelings are as hurt as a GM, like knowing that this is more an intermediate league and it's still resume stuff for a GM, like a, a major's GM job. That seems to be the end goal for everybody, right? Nobody yeah. nobody seems to want to just be a minor's GM forever. And I imagine it will be the same way with the Europe League. Uh, especially since you're probably going to be picking up a lot of players who just are a little bit too good for the mi- the minors, but not good enough for the majors. It's gonna, it's going to be weird seeing if we can consistently put people there. Right. And yeah, if it can stick. I'm not really sure what it's going to look like, like I said. Uh, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, logistically um, it makes sense to me. Right. And when I brought this up, I completely spaced that you're literally one of the people who was involved in the conversation <laughs> about starting this. I was. Stuff. Well, kind of. <laughs> 
I don't want to say I was too involved with it. I didn't want to get too much into the nitty gritty. I talked more about the broader idea and like, I, I don't know. My focus was more on like, because me as a player, my goal. So so I've talked about this at length. Is that my player three is coming up, right? And I'm going to do what a couple other people have done. I think Quick does this. I think Banna does this. Uh, those are the two people off the top of my head. But like, they don't wait for the trade deadline to get that max TPE and like spend an extra half season in the minors. Mm -hmm. They just start at the beginning of their current player's last season, if that makes sense. Okay. So their current player enters season eight and the season begins. Right. And it's right after the deadline where it's like, okay, now if I retire my player today, he will finish the season. Mm -hmm. I won't be able to put TP into TP into him anymore or earn for him or whatever, but he just goes and that's fine. Yeah. So your GM doesn't get fucked. Right, your GM doesn't get fucked. He still gets a year out of the player, and your player still goes. But at the same time, I retire him and start my new player and spend my year in the minors while I still have a player in the majors so mm -hmm. that I can immediately go back up, basically, is, is the goal. Do you, looking at it, because I know a lot of people uh, recreate at the trade deadline. Do you get more... If you max earn, do you get more TPE by doing it the method that Quick and Banna do? Yeah. I haven't... You do. Okay. Yeah, you do. Uh, it's a little bit better now because now we have that late joiner stuff right. where you get, like, I think, welfare practice facility. You get, like, six TPE for every week that you... Uh, after the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. But that's essentially still... Like, let's say it's three weeks after that last trade deadline. That's 18 TPE that you missed. Right. So it's... That trade deadline... That, the week of the trade deadline is if you want a hyper max earn, if you want every last TP you can possibly earn in a career, you mm -hmm. have to retire at the trade deadline. Makes sense. So you do start out lower, but it's also the case of like, you know, once you hit 700, you're competing at 700, 800, you're competing anyway. Yeah. So like you're, if, especially for somebody like quick Urbana, you're going to get there. Right. When you're max so, earning every week or whatever. Exactly. So now it's a thing of, like, my whole goal was to just get my minor season over with while I still had a player to worry about in the majors, but now there's another roadblock in the way of that. So it's like, hey, I have to go to another... Like, I'm going to be blunt. Uh, just to be blunt, I don't give a fuck about the minors. I don't give a fuck about the Europe League. As a pl From a player perspective, if I win a championship in the minors, I don't give a shit. That's not getting me into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It would be cool if I don't. It ain't gonna kill me. Right. Like, you can still be excited if you do win. Yes. Up, but it's not like, it's not something you're gonna be flexing. No, absolutely not. That was, I think we can bully Nyko about that. His first mm -hmm. player, like, won so many awards and a cup in the minors, and he had all of them in his SIG for, like, his whole <laughs> VHL career. And then his player was mediocre. <laughs> So all of the things he had to flex, like, stayed his VHLM awards the whole time, and it was funny. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's just, like, from from how much I've been earning and from where I'm trying to play, like, my goal is to not, if I don't do well in the minors, I don't give a shit. It's not the end of the right. world to me. So from my perspective of wanting to get to a major team and win a cup and win, you know, awards on the highest level success in now, now there's another league where success doesn't really matter 
Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to get into the Hall of Fame for being a career Europe player who won awards right. in four seasons. Right. And I completely agree with you. I'll be honest, I don't really care about the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying that it's not important, and I'm not saying that we should get rid of it. Nothing like that. I'm just saying that I personally... Like from a personal... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think that there, especially as we start the VHLE, there's going to be a lot of excitement for, like, franchise firsts. You know what I mean? Kind of like yes. my experience that I've had with Chicago, like... Hell yeah, it was part of the franchise's first cup win. Yes. Like, yeah, that's something that I'm excited about. And I know that um, it's, again, a VHL, like, win. So it obviously holds some some precedence relatively. But it's also, like, the first franchise win. Like, I, I it's cool that I was, my player was part of that. And I think that we'll see something similar to that with the VHLE. People just being excited about franchise firsts and things like that mm-hmm. holding records while there's no nothing to beat kind of thing right and I, I, on the other side too i think they mentioned that any awards that go out for the vhle are going to be named are like to be named oh that's pretty dope so basically award names are at stake so if you want your player to be etched in history if we want a rin kagamine award every year imagine how pissed people would be no we do want that by the way we do we absolutely want that i would love that i don't know that everybody else would love that i I think it's the greatest thing ever true true (laughs) so like that's at stake if you want that i could understand that that's your player being etched in history for the rest of time in the vhl as long as the europe league exists yeah i mean i would say that that's arguably more exciting than a hall of fame entry question i would think so yeah i would think so having your players award being handed out every single year i think so yeah i mean there's even something to be said about how team awards do that because i know that ricer when i was on miami did team awards and he named his awards after the last person who had won them or something like that oh that's neat that's a good idea yeah i thought it was pretty neat because then you're not like solidifying anything and you're still like giving a hat tip to the person who won it the season before mm-hmm. etc etc so that's a great idea yeah i really liked that um i mentioned it in my post but he was like the inspiration for why i did the chicago team super- superlatives and i think that those went over pretty well so yeah that was a good post <laughs> that was some quality content and i was i was excited when you sent me a dm we're like you you gave a couple examples, and you just refused to tell me what mine was going to be. Well, yeah, why would you? That's like that's true. That's fun. spoilers. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I was I was excited to see how I would get flamed because I'm used to being flamed. Well, it's... yeah, I mean, you're the resident boomer who's not a boomer. So true, that is me. <laughs> it feels even more like me these days because there's construction going on outside my window, and I just feel like I'm waving my cane at these damn people who won't get off my porch don't even get me started on construction lately bro i <laughs> i could literally talk for like five ten minutes straight just about how infuriated i am with my city right now but yeah i won't do that this is a vhl podcast yeah um maybe we'll save it for the construction podcast yeah perfect perfect and then we can send it to our uh respective states Yes. Like, hey, made this. Do I get a stimulus check? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
maybe for you for me it's it's like an apartment renovation thing so i don't think my apartment's gonna care yeah i don't think that the state is gonna care either but but you, you go try. big or you go home that's you know true what? send it to what is it something hundred pennsylvania avenue it's oh 1600 16 is it 16 i couldn't remember I if it was 17 i think it's 1600 yes it is 1600 yeah. As I said, that's the first number that came to mind, but I didn't want to be wrong because my whole American heritage was a question there. <laughs> if I if I instinctively threw out a number and that number was way off, I'd never live it down. Sometimes you like have to follow your gut yeah. on, on those kinds of things, you know, because it's like that's the only number that sounds right, so it's probably right. Right. Like why why does that jump to me? Probably for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, send it to the White House. I was going to... Oh, man. I can't even say that anymore. I was going to say, you send it to Donald. Donald will pick it up and he'll read it personally. But I can't say that anymore. Now it's Joe. <laughs> There's a running joke. Um, it may not be running very fast anymore. But there was a running joke in the Chicago locker room that I lived at 1600 Pennsylvania I, Avenue. Yes, I heard about this. <laughs> I think I joined after it. But I remember, I've heard rumblings of it. Good times, good times. <laughs> I, that's, uh, that's great. I think you, the joke was that somebody was told that's where you lived, or you told somebody that's where you lived, and I don't know if they ever... They A, didn't connect the dots, and B, never looked it up. I'm pretty sure that what happened... I'm pretty sure I told Bobo that I lived there, and he was like, no, you don't. I was like, yeah, I do. And then oh. it, it kind of became a meme. And then oh, there was like okay. the whole candle situation where in voice chat he said he would buy and send me a candle, and I was like, okay, send it to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> Haven't gotten my candle yet, but maybe it got returned to the sender. Maybe. 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 Maybe it was. Maybe it's being held for like COVID protocol or something, and yeah. they just forgot about it. Yeah. So or, had to like test it, you know. So or they, if it, they ate it and now it's gone. True. <laughs> or if it was sent via the U.S. Postal Service, maybe it just lost forever. Okay, we support the U.S. Postal Service. Okay, <laughs> USPS, they're my homies. All right. I all right. I, I will give some context. I say this as a UPS shill. I used to work for them during high school. Ew. So I am I am big UPS man. I was, they're hiring in my city right now, and I was considering applying there, but one, they drug test, two, their uh, application process takes too long, mm. and three, USPS for life, so. <laughs> USPS gang. <laughs> Third and most importantly. <laughs> we, we liked our, our post office driver. She was great. Because we still took post office mail, and somebody would come by and pick it up every day, and then she would drop off because we had mailboxes. I wasn't like a driver or anything. I was like front desk. Like like if 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 you, Mister Joe Schmo, had a package that you wanted to send to your daughter for her birthday, and she's off at college, mm -hmm. you show up to me, and I'm the one who puts the label on it and ships gives it to the driver, and then they take care of all the magic and shit from there. Wait, so you were. If I were to walk into that UPS, you'd be the person I looked at and said, I need to send this? Yes. Dude, I bet you have some really interesting stories from that job. Too many. Especially because you were a child, right? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I think I turned 18 while I was working there, but it was still more like, you know, 17, 18. Certainly yeah, wasn't I mean, 19, I don't think. 
if you're in high school, you're a child. I don't yeah, how yeah, exactly, now. absolutely. <laughs> so I was I was young enough that people felt like they could bully me because I was younger, and therefore I didn't know as much. So that counts. Interesting. Yeah, some people would try to question, like, no, that can't be right. And I'm like, listen, I'm here every day for like six hours. I guarantee you, that's what this is. That doesn't change with age, by the way. Um, I'll let I'll let you know that I don't. At least as far as I know, I mean, I'm 22, working in retail, and people still think that I personally write all of the store policies, including ah. the, like the return policy. Yeah, like yep. I actually wrote that. So yep, you did that. Yeah, I actually made all the rules. I actually decide how everyone in the store does their job. So that's right. Yeah, you do that. The person I'm talking to right now. Mm-hmm. I single-handedly run the whole corporation. From damn, that's impressive. Yeah, from the Bible Belt. From the Bible. <laughs> from the Bible Belt periphery. Excuse me. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. <laughs> God <laughs> fucking damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you caught me off guard. <laughs> I've forgotten about the Bible Belt. How could I forget about the Bible this Belt? This podcast is all about continuity, baby. True. <laughs> Tie it all up in a nice little bow. I think well, my... Th- uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We, we went off on a tangent. I should not go into post-UPS stories. Um, what were you going to say? Were you going to go into a UPS story? I was. A small one. Not a very big one. You should tell it if it's small. It was... I think I worked on a Saturday... And Saturdays were the only times I opened, because otherwise I had school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the first lady that comes in has, like, a whole bunch of postage on a package. And is like, yeah, I want to ship this. And so I'm like, okay. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, the thing about UPS is we don't... If we don't print the label, we can't really do anything. Yeah. So if you want to ship it from here, we have to generate the label and get all the payment that way and stuff. And so she yeah. just has a whole bunch of, like, stamps and shit on the package. <laughs> stamps? Like... Yeah. Like, st- yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they were, they were stamped. They were like package okay. things. They were like more like stickers, but they were still like kind of the same concept as stamps. Not like actual 49 cent envelope ones. That would have been great. That's what I was thinking of. I'm just thinking of a box covered in like envelope stamps. Oh, no. No, they were like the, <laughs> more like the QR code kind of ones where you just sort of mm. stick it on there. Like pre-applied postage. Gotcha. And, and so we go through the whole thing, and I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, this is going to be the price. And she's, she's like, up until now, it's totally fine. Yep, okay, that's going to be the price, perfect, whatever. And so we get to the register, and I'm like, all right, so that's going to be blah, 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 dollars. And she goes, well, what about the post that's already applied? And I'm, I'm looking at it like, I oh, can't just do this conversation. <laughs> I can't do anything about that. Well, I, I, well, we hadn't talked about it at all. Nobody acknowledged oh. that there was postage on it. I just saw it. And I was like, yeah, there is indeed postage on it. And she was like, what about the what stuff that's already applied? And I was like, I can't do anything about that. This is UPS. <laughs> and she was like, well, they can do that at the post office. And I was like, this isn't the post office. <laughs> I, I didn't know how else to explain that. And so then she yeah. got like huffy, picked up the package, just left. <laughs> and that's just the perfect like short summary of so many people just assumed so many things about UPS because they go to the post office all the time, and we were constantly dealing with that shit. Yeah. It's like, what mean, do you mean this is how it works? I know how it works. This is how it works. No, that's how it works at the post office. 
I didn't know that the post office and the United States Postal Service, like I didn't know UPS and USPS were different. I thought that yeah. they were interchangeable for like a uh, an embarrassing amount of time. But I was like, wow. Right, but you are 22 years old and you have come <laughs> to that realization, right? Yeah. Like you just recently graduated college. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And you know that. Like that's, you, you, you aren't 55 years old and still don't know the difference. <laughs> Well, my biggest thing of confusion, I think that this was really what what got me. It was not learning the abbreviations, right? Because they both have United and Postal and Service in them, so that was really That's not true. What? what? That, that is not what the P and UPS stands for. Wait, okay, can I guess? United? Yes. Parcel. Guess. Is it parcel? Yes, it is parcel. <gasps> Whoa. First okay, try. Wow. So it is, it is not postal. But continue. <laughs> Um, okay, no, I was just thinking the biggest thing for me was that sometimes I would see white trucks and sometimes I would see brown trucks. And I was like, why is it that some of them are white trucks and some of them are brown trucks? And well, when you realize that they're two different entities, it makes a lot it more sense. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah. It starts clicking. Yeah. <laughs> Big brain thoughts right there. <laughs> Big brain thoughts. Yo, know, I can offer this as a peace treaty, whether okay. you're UPS or USPS. We can at least agree, fuck FedEx. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. the last I, place I want my package coming from. I can't fully agree with that because, like, one of my really good friends works for FedEx. Granted, he hates ah. his job. So, okay. like, in that vein, I can hate FedEx, you know, but, like, I feel like a part of me has to so support it in order to support him to the best of my ability. You sure. Know? Understandable. Yeah, but, you know, fuck FedEx. Fuck FedEx. But, principle we had so many people show up with fedex packages they're like can i drop this off we we're like no <laughs> <laughs> why would they think that i why so many people they were like can i drop this off we were like no why this is a fedex label and then they look at it oh yeah so it is okay sorry my bad <laughs> you fucking look at it <laughs> that's like oh my god this happens so often people will come into our store and they'll be like, I would like to return this. I'm like, okay, do you have a receipt? No. Are the tags on it? No. No. Okay, well, I don't even think you bought this here, bro. I, like, look at the, t like, look at the tags that are on it. And it'll be, like, for a different store. I'm like, um, maybe you should try going, like, to the store from where you bought it. Like, yep. I don't know. Just, like, consider that. Yep, just a thought. <laughs> you know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have those? Uh, oh, is this... <laughs> Nice. My mom finally sent me the email for Lucky's hopefully new groomer. Oh, gonna be a handsome boy. He is. Oh, he went and curled up in his bed. Good dog. Well, he's he has a lot of catching up on rest to do after a long day of listening to construction. <sighs> he does. Poor guy. Did I do? I did my press conference today with the sweet sounds of construction. Ew. That was the worst time. I think. Blazer asked the question this week. Blazer? Blazer? Blazer. Blazer, okay. She asked the question this week, like, how are you How are you doing right now? And caught me at the worst time. <laughs> I'm so excited to read these answers. I, Hell yes. <laughs> it was such a depressing press conference. <laughs> okay, a little less excited, but I will still go in with a lot of zeal. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was listening to, to pounding construction outside my door, I'm, right now, what I'm doing at work is completely brain dead, and I hate it, and I want out of it. And I'm just like, 
It's only Wednesday. <laughs> you must fun. have you must have written an answer and then deleted it because all you wrote was for everyone's sake, I'm not going to answer that qu- that question honestly. LMAO. <laughs> no, that's that was my first answer. <laughs> that was that's I thought I like thought about what I was going to put there and I was like, "Nah, I I can't be fucked. Don't worry about it." Cuz I'm not going to lie. I just the one thing I don't want to do. I never lie about things. I just don't say exactly what I'm thinking sometimes. Yeah, I just had this conversation with one of my friends. I don't lie. I simply mislead. Yes. Know? Yes. Um, I, yeah. I, I bring the conversation somewhere else. I don't want to lie. I hate yeah. lying. Like, I just make sure I'm in full control of my part of the conversation. Correct. And I try to control as much of the other person's conversation as I can. Um, toxic trait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I was unfortunate about this. And of course, we're tangenting off of VHL stuff, but... Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I, you know, how, how late are we into this? Are people still listening? We're almost at an hour. Probably not. Updaters are gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Updaters do a few clicks throughout, and they're like, yep, still talking. <laughs> yep, still talking. All right, cool. Just to make sure it's not silence. Um, I was like, I got a call from the founder of my company the other day. And I was oh. like, that's okay. Hi, hello. How's it going? I'm just guy that works. I was I started working here like six months ago. I am not really anybody. Yeah. And so we're just, yeah, we're just chilling. And he's and he's like, yeah. So how do you like what you're doing, or you know, how how do you like it here? And the answer to that question is not very positive, <laughs> right? I've had a lot of complicated thoughts about that. Yeah. So instead, I like quick. I I like went into that charisma gear of like, oh, you know, well, I I really enjoy the team I'm working with. I love kind of the people I'm surrounded with doing cool stuff with them. I love. Yeah. I, I like coming in and interacting with everybody. That, not a lie. I love the people I work with. People are super what about, cool. What about that one guy that doesn't know what he's doing? We don't talk about him. Yeah, okay. Not well, he's yeah. Not, he's not on the team you're talking about. Well, he, he is, but there <laughs> are more. Hashtag not my team. <laughs> <laughs> he, Sorry, okay, what? so he is, but there are more. There are enough people on the team that like weigh that down. Mm, okay. So I so I could say that honestly, there are a lot of people that are super cool that I really like working with. Good, and that's I, what and, makes a job worth working. Right, and and so that's what I said, and he goes, okay, all right, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. So then, what don't you like? And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, you're a <laughs> good <would've>... listener. <laughs> he realized that I answered the question by focusing very positively on one thing that I did like, so that I didn't <laughs> have to talk about the things I didn't like. <laughs> And he immediately, like, Latched caught my up. bullshit. Well, fuck him for that, but also mad props to him. Mad respect, because then, then I didn't lie to him. I'm like, this yeah. is worthless to lie here, so I told him. Yeah, I mean... But that goes into a whole other tangent. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I was like, yeah, there's things I could be doing, or that I wanted to be doing that I'm not doing. He was like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. glad I know. Fair. One of those things where, you know, he shouldn't be asking questions that he doesn't want the answers to, True. you know? Well, he did want the answers to them because he's the person who has the power to um, to fix them. Right. I mean, that's what, kind of what I'm saying, though. Like, he's not going to ask questions that he doesn't want your honest answer to. Oh, so okay. Yeah, yeah, I see. It's safe to be like, yeah, actually, this part kind of sucks. <laughs> I see. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Hello, All right, so dog. how are we feeling about an abrupt topic change? Okay. I just noticed that the merch store has 1938 visits to the link, which means that my palindrome has been ruined once again. Uh... I'd like to point out that I am probably 1,000 of those links. Uh, because I wanted, to, I wanted to get it to a certain spot. I don't remember where, but yeah. I do remember that. I was so bad at counting at first because people kept yelling at me that I would take palindromes. And they were like, Fishy takes palindromes. You don't yeah. fuck with the palindromes. I was like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, listen, I'm, just, I'm just getting in the spirit, man. I'm sorry. Trying to be a good teammate. I'm exactly. doing the opposite. No, I don't remember how that joke started. I just like got excited when I had palindromes, and and now I guess they were like reserving the palindromes for me. I would get a ping periodically, like nobody count the next number. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like I, we don't need to do this. Like I didn't lay claim to every palindrome. I just I like when I get them. You know, <laughs> you just had the energy, and that energy rubbed off on everybody else. <laughs> Like, you were the first person to get excited about palindromes, so everybody else started to make it an event. Like, oh, fuck, Actually, palindrome's coming up. I appropriated the palindrome excitement from Quick. This is now the third time we've mentioned him, so you have to tag him when you post this podcast. But, Uh-oh. Is that the rule? Yeah. Is it like It's like Bloody Mary? No, I mean, I don't think it's a hard and fast rule, but like I think okay, if we're okay. going to say this much shit about him, he might as well you we know, have be invited to listen to it. Like, what, what do you have gotten this far, though, is the question. Probably not, but <laughs> again, I can't believe I started this podcast by saying Quick would never listen to this, and now I'm saying an hour in. Yeah, you'll have, ping to, him. you'll have to ping him when you post it. He has to know. Damn. <laughs> he has to be given a chance to defend himself. <laughs> and he will, I have no doubt. Oh, he no will. Doubt. He'll just call me a weeb, and you a weeb enabler, and he'll call it a day. Yeah, I mean, I'll Wipe his it. hands off. Oh, yeah. that was could be perceived as clapping can't do that around the dog <laughs> i hope that he's doing well he is doing very well he took a good nap and now he's <laughs> awake again and looking at me <laughs> all right um are we wanting to jump to another topic that's, um, a, that's a good question is there anything that we kind of didn't really cover i'm yeah a lot of stuff oh I mean, there's a lot of things we didn't cover, you know. Oh. I feel like I feel like there are a lot of things that I could just trigger you into like talking about for 15 minutes. It's um, probably true. <laughs> I don't think it's probably true. I'm like very sure that it's true. <laughs> um, You're confident. <laughs> Let's well, here. You know what? I'm curious. Do one, and that'll be like our last topic. Okay. I'm curious. Um, merch store. Yeah, this was. I'm kind of shocked this didn't come up sooner. Yeah, merch store. Uh, where to begin? Exactly. Like, uh, very open-ended. Do whatever you want with it. You can talk about the front-facing part. You can talk about the clicky boy. You can talk about changes you want to see. I don't know. So, uh, there's so much I want to do with the merch store. And, it, and it's hard to say too much mm-hmm. because there's some very fundamental logistic things that need to be figured out before right. I can go hard into them. Right. Um, I think we've chatted about that a little bit. Yes. I don't... Yeah, I don't want to say too much. Fair. Because doing so 
it's fucking stupid reason why I can't go forward on merch source stuff right now. It's so fucking stupid. Okay, but so it's... how about I, I'm gonna pick a different topic because I just thought of this is much more interesting. I'm not gonna okay. forget about merch store. Tell me about your favorite and least favorite logos in the league. Oh, here we go. Now we get to tear some people up. Yeah. So let me let me pull up the portal here. <laughs> we'll stick we'll stick with like just VHL for now. Okay. Okay. So the easier one would be to do least favorite. And gleaming at these. It's gotta be either Seattle or Prague. Prague okay. is just yeah. so generic. Really? I actually really I like so. other than the the text on it, I really like Prague's logo. I like their color scheme, so I'm definitely biased. Purple's my favorite color. Okay. Sorry, Davos, but uh, the purple <laughs> is better for me. <laughs> I so that's one thing I will say. I really do like the neon purple, neon blue kind of. I love like the color scheme. Mm -hmm. It's just one of the most like the way I've described it is esportsy. It's very like this is what my Counter Strike team would use as their logo, mm -hmm. unless this is what my hockey team would wear on the front of the jersey. Maybe mostly because of the text. I think a good hockey logo is like a crest or a shield of some kind that goes that would serve as a nice, nice big right on the front. So like Vancouver, I think is S tier. Moscow, fantastic. London, okay. pretty good. That's controversial. A lot of people don't like London, but so basically, a logo you can look at and identify without having to be screamed at. Yes. Okay. Helsinki, Helsinki's logo is fantastic that titan head so like yeah. especially when you add big stupid text and like so there's a difference looking at these logos there's a difference between text and big stupid text big stupid text okay. is dc dragons and prog phantoms and chicago phoenix right? and chicago phoenix yeah sorry chicago i love you chicago that the <laughs> word mark <laughs> you don't have to apologize <laughs> I play here. I can I can say fuck our own logo. I'll still play yeah. under it because it's not about you know at some level it's about what the logo represents. Right, right. You know, and however I can still criticize big stupid text when I see it. But then okay, you go down wait. to like, what about oh, Calgary? Go, uh, Calgary doesn't have text. I know. What about oh. it? Does um, it fit into your your lump with Helsinki, Moscow, Vancouver? Because it has a different vibe to me. I don't know how it to does. describe it, but it does have a different vibe. I think the vibe is like, it's it's so detailed. Mm -hmm. It's not, like the, the word I want to use is flat. I don't know if that's exactly right. It's not flat enough to stand out as like a good logo logo to me. Like Vancouver has like a couple colors, flat, has a good silhouette kind of to it. Mm -hmm. But then you get over to Calgary, and there's just so much black on that horse. Does that relate, or does that translate to Riga? Um, no, I think Riga's is a lot better. Okay. Like Riga's has a has a little bit of color shift, but it's not super offensive. I think I know a lot of people don't like Riga's logo. I think Riga's logo is just fine. Yeah, it's a good logo. Personally, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I think that I know a lot of people want the New York one change. I think the New York one's fine. But I also really I so I really love like simple and clean logos like that. 
same. There's just like like the little the white outline within the shield. So like you see how the stripes don't go all the way down to the blue. There's that negative space there that's so mm -hmm. nice and even is just ugh. Yeah, I feel like New York has the vibe that I want London's logo to have. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they were going for the same thing, but logo or London missed it by just a little bit. Yes. I don't know exactly how to describe it, but yeah. I agree, yeah. Where New York's is so clean cut, but London's is, I don't know. I, maybe it's, it has to might have to do with the symmetry of it. It just have the the Union Jack being such a weird kind of shape and not you know it's not quite the union jack it's distorted a bit it's yeah. it's missing the top two corners but whereas it's it's not minimal enough i think to match the vibe of americans right i also think that has something to do with the uh, i don't know what that outline is at the top probably i don't know third of like the buildings or whatever that's probably like an iconic spot in london i just i simply don't know what it is would it not be the london bridge yeah, yeah, that's probably exactly what it is. The one uh, that the one that may or may not have been falling down. Yeah, potentially. Um, I think that that it feels that makes it feel busy to me. Okay, I could see that, and that's see, that's something I could see working in like a different logo, but maybe not a sports logo. Right. You know? I think it was a great concept. Yeah. But I don't know if I if I actually like it. It's like one of those theories that you have and you test it, and you're like, oh. Yeah, you're like, eh, okay, maybe not. Maybe I won't roll with that. Yeah, like, this this works. It's not what I wanted it to be, but it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think LA's logo, I kind of like LA's logo, but I would like it better on a baseball cap. That's actually, yeah, I agree. Like, like if you came out with a Los Angeles team, like the Los Angeles Stars as a baseball team, and instead of, you know, with baseball, instead of having logos on the chest, most a lot of them have word marks. Mm -hmm. And you just had some kind of a Los Angeles word mark. I think that would look fantastic. Yeah. Maybe not so much a hockey logo. Yeah, because I like that logo. I'm really glad you said that because I like the logo. It just didn't feel right. I don't know. It felt like something mm -hmm. was like kind of off, maybe missing. But I think you're right. It doesn't feel. I think it would look good on a on a baseball cap. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if it feels like hockey. I don't know. Right. When you start to do like meshes of letters. Especially in sort of, I, I know it's not a font, it's a logo, but with sort of a font mm -hmm. like it has, it definitely screams more baseball to me than anything. Fair. Okay, so least favorite, Prague? Question mark? Yeah, I think either Prague, and of course I did talk, I, I said Seattle too. I don't like Seattle's logo. Why not? I don't know. I, it's also big text. There's just a big word mark there. I don't know. The bear just looks a little bit derpy to me. There's good shield structure there, there's a good outline to it, good crest. Mm -hmm. But there's the bear's word mark, I think, just doesn't do it for me. And then him being a little bit derpy. I don't know why. It, maybe it's just it, maybe it's just a vibe. I don't know if I can't really put it into words. That's fair. I mean, you it's don't like, have to have a reason. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, you look at Seattle and then go up one and look at Moscow. Yeah. And there's just a, there's just a difference there. What is yeah. it? I don't know. I'm not smart enough to say. To say. <laughs> yeah, I... Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that you like Moscow um, as much as you do because it do it doesn't feel simple to me. That's true. And the shape is odd. It look like the shape is very different than all of the other logos. It is, but it's an interesting silhouette. 
So like if, if you were to remove all color from the logo and like just paint everything black and only have the silhouette, you would still know that it's the Moscow logo. And I think okay. that's that's part of why I like it. That's that makes a lot of sense. So what about Davos then? <laughs> or if you filled that in, it would be a circle. <laughs> exactly. So how do you feel about the logo? I think you know, I think Davos logo is fine. It's not offensive. It's another one of like minimal kind of I think so we were talking earlier about how London is trying to match the vibe of New York but doesn't get it. Yeah. I think Davos tries to match the vibe of New York and does get it. Okay. Personally. Yeah. Okay. It's, it stays within that simple, clean, minimal and doesn't tr like try to take it to the next level like London does. It stays within that realm. I also like the continuity between New York and Davos because of the uh, hockey sticks in the top. Mm-hmm. It's I think it might even be the same hockey sticks. I never noticed. Oh, no, they're a little bit different. Yeah, I've never noticed that before, but it's cute. I think the mountains are super cool. You get the purple in there in a nice way. Their yeah. pride logo looks awesome. Really? I haven't seen it, I don't think. Yeah, it swaps out the purple nice. for the pride, which looks super good. I heard that Yukon has a pretty cool one, too. A, a good pride one? Yeah. Oh. I'll have to see if I can get my hands on it to send to you. I want to see it. I think I made one for Las Vegas where it just swapped out the ace for the pride logo. I think that looks best. Yeah, sometimes I think that the pride logos get a little too busy. Like with my, mm. my profile picture, it's cool because you can just slap a rainbow on top of everything and it's like, woo! But then As when, I see, look at me! Yeah, like when you're trying to maintain the logo vibe and yeah. the rainbow, then there needs to be a little more finesse. Right. I think, you know, it might be a good concept to experiment with like if you have a, a logo that normally has an outline, make just the outline the rainbow. So, like, you know, if you normally have a black stroke, change that black to the rainbow so it's outlined. Uh -huh. I think that might look cool. Yeah. Companies okay. take note. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have Prague as probably the worst. Prague in Seattle is worst. Mm -hmm. what, do you, do, would you agree with that? Do you have any... Would you contest I, any of those? Well, like I said, I really like the color scheme of, of Prague. So, mm -hmm. so, you, so you couldn't put it that low? I don't think I could, no. Well, um, what would you have as, like, bottom? Okay, so the biggest thing for me, because I don't have a lot of graphic skill, is mostly just the colors and the way that they fit together. Okay. Um, that's, that's part of graphic skill. Um, so Malmo, I, I hate the pu puke green, the the retro or the i don't know acidic disgusting green okay um, and i don't know what the hell warsaw's logo is so i think <laughs> those would probably be my two least favorite i'm honestly not a huge fan of moscow either but i can appreciate like what you said earlier if you were to black the whole thing out you'd still know it was moscow mm -hmm. um so i don't think i could put it at the bottom for that yeah it reminds me of like you know if you were to take the chicago blackhawks and completely remove all detail from that logo. Mm -hmm. You would know it's the Blackhawks logo. Right, yeah. That's so, a good point about the Predators. What, <laughs> what is Muff, it? Muff has pointed that out before, and since he said it, I've... I don't know. I also... Oh, my. This is kind of a hot take. I don't know how I feel about complementary colors being used together. I know that they're, like, oh. literally complementary, um, but I... I don't know how I feel about them. It feels like it feels like an awkward pairing to me. Interesting. Yeah. 
Interesting. See, I would have I would have argued the opposite. I especially love orange and blue, because that yeah. was until recently. So, my college, uh, their school colors they they liked to claim were orange and white, but if you yeah. looked anywhere, it definitely looked like our colors were orange and blue. They used blue okay. so much, and they were like, no, no, it's not orange. It's it's white. It's white. So they they finally like gone back on that, and we're now orange and white again. Okay, I mean, whatever. <laughs> so I'm definitely biased on orange and blue. Fair. But Fair, that's so yeah. interesting. I feel like that's kind of an unpopular opinion. Um, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but I've noticed it ever since. This could sound so dorky, but I took a class where we studied. It was a comparative literature class, and we did. I wrote a paper on Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo, and he okay. uses color very intentionally in that film. And I wrote a lot about complementary colors. And since then... I notice them when I see them together, and it just it feels off-putting. Like purple and yellow don't go together, in my opinion. It doesn't. No, match. purple and yellow definitely are not. Right. Um, so. Oh, but then the LA Lakers, I guess, are yellow and purple, and it doesn't look bad. But I, I think like they're. The... I think they have better. Like, are yellow and purple really? They're complementary colors. Yeah. They really. Yeah, they are. And green I feel and like they both go with better things. Like, yellow goes better with blue, for sure. Yeah. I agree. Purple. Yeah, and green. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, going off of the complementary colors, I mean, even with the same colors here, blue and orange, do you have that same problem with Riga? No, because I don't see as much blue. And the, the blue is more navy. Okay. Uh, so it's acceptable. They're not like directly across each other in the color wheel, you know. Sure. In the same way that Warsaw's blue and orange are. Sure. Like in the Riga one, the the blue is a navy and it's used as more of like an accent mm-hmm. to like support the orange. Whereas in Warsaw, it's the two colors at their brightest. Yeah. So there's a a bigger clash there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that if you're wanting complementary colors together, I think it's the colors are nicely done. Like I like the, I like that it's, um, they use the lighter blue in like on the teeth. It, it looks like a different blue than the rest of the light blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and the white, it may literally just be white, but because it's surrounded by the blue that it is, it almost looks like it has a blue tint to it. If that makes sense. Okay. That may just be my eyes doing things, but I do appreciate that. I think white was definitely a good move. But yeah, so those are yeah, probably probably my two. <laughs> I think Toronto's is boring. Toronto's is really boring. I forget that they exist in the league very often. <laughs> and their logo. When I look at their logo, I'm like, yeah, that's probably why. I mean, I think it's, like, a, a good enough logo. Like, I don't want to shit on it. I just... Right. It's, like, fine. It's fi- Yeah, it's it's inoffensive and forgettable, which yeah. is better than some of these. I would agree that Malmo's is pretty bad, but I think Malmo falls under the stupid text category. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I'm disregarding that since most of the logos... Well, okay, I don't want to say that. A good chunk of the logos have the stupid text. Yeah. So. One by one, we're getting rid of them. <laughs> Beck, I think Beck like pings me every time now that there's a logo discussion and somebody just, like somebody gives us something that has text and is like, he, like he doesn't even try anymore. He just pings me and he's like, tell him, just tell him. <laughs> you just have a post ready, ready to paste. I do. <laughs> I can just pop off about text and logos all day. 
<laughs> okay, so would you say that your favorite logo is New York? No. No, I wouldn't say my favorite logo is New York. My favorite logo is probably Vancouver. Oh, Va yeah. Okay, so Vancouver's logo looks like it could be on an NHL team today. I agree. And like, oh shit. That's why it looks so good on that Kings jersey. It just it just fits. It's so effortless to get that into a context where you're like, oh yeah, that is a hockey team. Yeah, I agree. Then even like the shape of the, I don't know what the hell that thing is, but the shape of the logo. Like the crest like, around it, the shield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's, it's clean, it's simple, and it, it doesn't feel like it's a wolf in a crest. You know what I mean? It feels natural. Yes. For some reason, and I can't pinpoint exactly why. Maybe because the the lines aren't all like pointy, perfectly straight. Maybe that's okay. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's a very curved. It's not such a like a. You know. Yeah. How how do you word that? Just the shield yeah. itself, especially on the bottom, the way it curves is so just fluid yeah and all of the lines in on the wolf like there are no straight lines you know yes so it, it wouldn't make sense to put like a straight line crest behind the wolf that has right. straight lines right and there's a little bit of perspective too because it looks like almost he's like coming out of the bottom like he's connected with the bottom of it but also looks like he's in front of the part at the top mm -hmm. so there's like a little bit of play on perspective i don't know how to yeah. put it i get what you're saying though i, I do like that I yeah, think I th that's the best technical logo, in my opinion. Probably. Um, regardless, uh, this regarding the terrible text, I actually love the DC logo. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I I like the colors are great. Um, I like that there's detail, but not too much. Um, yeah, I, I, I hate the text, but... Yeah. Otherwise, I think it's a really cool logo. I don't know if I okay. would ever want to see it like on an NHL team, but right. I don't know if I would want it on a hockey jersey. Right, but I would say that that's probably not my criteria, since I'm not as familiar with hockey logos. In general. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, but yeah, fair, I like though. that one. Okay. I definitely wouldn't put them on the lower end of things. Yeah. Oh, man, I just wish there wasn't text. It would be such a cool... I, I see where you're going with it. There's such just like a cool kind of dragon. Yes. It's not a kind of dragon. It literally it, is. It literally is a dragon. Yeah, that's it true. It's a dragon. It's, it's not like a dragon. <laughs> well, we've hit 80 minutes. Uh, which awesome. We get three weeks. We do get three weeks. I am down for three weeks. Perfect. I'm pretty sure that next week is theme week, too. So. Oh, my God. Is the trade deadline coming up already? I feels like the season just started. Same. Crazy. Games today were 232 to 245, so we're probably, like, midway. And we're at 31 games played. No shit. Damn, so we're halfway through the season. That's oh, my, my new player's around the corner. I know. I know who it's going to be. You do? I do. I'm excited to find out. I'm ready. It's so predictable. It's the the easiest to solve mystery in the entire oh, world. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm less excited because you just ruined it. You just spoiled it. 
And yeah, I'm gonna it. say that you spoiled it because saying that is the a huge spoiler. So yeah, it's so it's so easy. It's appropriate though. It's it's like about time. I, like I it is. I can't believe you haven't already. You know. Yeah, it should have been player two, but that's okay. As long so. as it comes around. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's a big giveaway, but like. I've been trying not to say it just in case somebody gets a hilarious idea to take it before me. So then Maybe I, I think... should retire. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never Uh-oh. do I was... <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I think I know what my next player is gonna be means anyway. I'm still oh. up in the air. It's not it's not set in stone, but I have an idea that I would like to play oh. with. So There's such an art to player names. I know. I, the name is my favorite part. I think I don't. Yes. I don't care about the backstory. I like I don't give a yeah. shit about the backstory because it just it Same. doesn't matter to me. Um, I'm not really here for the role play. I just I like the name. <laughs> yes, it, and it's, it's got to be a nice name that rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. I'm so particular about goalie names too. I don't know what it is about goalies, but goalie names have just a ring. Where like you say the name, and you're like, yeah, that dude belongs in the net. Sam, maybe you should do a discussion about all of the goalie names in the league at the time of your podcast. and True, and rate them. Yeah. Judge them. Yeah. Harshly. I think that could be pretty interesting, actually. But you'd have to give some background about, like, the importance of goalie names. That's you know? true. You'd, I'd have, you'd to... have to flesh out that thought. Right. I would have to, like, actually be able to go into detail about that. Because, like, for me, it's just a feel, but I got to describe that feel, and that gets hard. Yeah, I think I don't think that you would need to like put a name to the exact feeling, right? But it would just be mm. enough to like describe the vibe so that someone else can try to meet you there. You know? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but good That's content. Fair. Good content. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. I feel it's hilarious that it's like, hey, this is my podcast, but you were the one <laughs> asking questions the whole time. <laughs> your podcast you might as well say some shit like i guess so (laughs) i guess so you had good questions you came prepared i did there were things you wanted (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) you sounded prepared so that's you know that counts for a lot i did a couple good things you did did a lot of good things on the spot you were the one saying before this like oh i'm not very good at conversation not. I, I felt I that zero percent. I disagree entirely. <laughs> I think it depends on the vibe of the person and the the environment. So honestly, give yourself the credit. Uh, I I don't think I fucked this up, which means I'm expecting a series now because I oh know no. Like so I'm looking forward to your next episode. I did uh, say I would do that, or think <laughs> that I did. I did say I would think about doing that. <laughs> I didn't didn't say that I would do it. Um, Though it does intimidate me. What I wanted to do is I wanted to be super annoying and get... So I have... You, of course, know that I have a Rin, like, face rig thing. Yeah. But everybody uploads their podcasts as, like, proper podcasts. Yeah. But videos count, I guess, right? I was going to be super cute and fucking annoying as hell, set up a Rin, put, like, a little anime office behind her or something. Yeah. No, I think you should do that if you do any solo podcasts. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. If there's anything, listen, if there's anything in this world that you can do to encourage me to do something, it's to involve Rin. 
Obviously. I I knew that. I think I think <laughs> I think you're okay. For people who aren't in the Chicago server, um, Sonnet's nickname has been oh, variants fuck. of of Rin, yeah. and it currently reads Rin Simp. It does say Rin Simp currently. And I'm looking at it. It says Sonnet, aka Rin Simp, That's Chicago me. Phoenix. That's so, me. <laughs> I, I don't think that was like a a secret, blindsidingly. No. Like blindsiding piece of information that you could. No, really I would be shocked. I'm a, I'm the one who has an entire thread of commissions of art commissions that I've gotten as with Rin be. in VHL as it should be. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think my name in a whole bunch of different servers is still, and it wasn't this way in, in Chicago for a while, where it was the actual like Japanese text for Kagamine Rin. Right. And I was just waiting for somebody to ask me what it meant, and nobody ever did. Well, and no, so it just, I... so it stays that way. I just copy and pasted it into Google Translate to figure it out. And whenever it goes back to Japanese characters, I just assume it's the same shit. So, ah, uh, yeah, I see. Well, then in that case, let me oh, do God. some finagling here. Oh, OK. All right. We're going to get a different a different name with Japanese characters and it's not going to be the name, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Oh. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Didn't ha didn't even have to copy paste. I actually have a Japanese like you can set your keyboard to toggle to a Japanese keyboard. Right. So there are some things that I just know how to type. Wow, <laughs> a proper weeb. Right. <laughs> I can say all of the important things. Like so I, I think we had this conversation very briefly because I had the French keyboard on my laptop because uh -huh. I was tired of it. Like auto-correcting my French, but um, I realized I hate that keyboard, but I didn't know the, the, the keyboard like shortcut commands to switch language, so sometimes I'll like accidentally do it, and I think there was one time I did it, couldn't figure out how to get it back, so I was like frantically typing in the Chicago server with an exceptional amount of, of typos, like I, I changed the language, <laughs> someone helped me figure out how to change it back, um, so... Good times. With, Good times. With uh, keyboard language toggling. <laughs> Good. How do you accidentally hit Windows spacebar? Um, I'm pretty sure there's another, another one. Because um, you had this same revelation the last time. Oh, that sounds familiar now that you say that. Yeah. And I was like, aha, I didn't know I could do that. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, I do Windows Spacebar. But then for me, I get saved a couple times because if you do Windows Spacebar on Japanese, you still type in English. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> so, so you have to actually hit Alt and then the tilde while in the Japanese keyboard, and then you can start typing in um, your various characters. Yeah, your definitely. hiragana, your katakana, your kanji, which I tend to do. <laughs> but I'm... But I, I, but you get babied because you still type in English, and it just goes and finds the characters that match, like, the pronunciation. Oh. Yeah, sure. so, if, so if I want the character for, for Re, like, R-I, I type R-I, and it starts pulling up the different combinations of, like, you know, is this where you're going with this? Interesting. It's actually, it's actually pretty cool. It's super neat how it works, and I, you know, I should ask my friend. I have a friend who lives in Japan, um... I would. I want to ask him how he types regularly in Japanese, 
because he speaks both like he speaks both english and japanese like very well mm-hmm. his english is super good but i want to ask him like what is your what do you, you use to type i'm curious yeah i, I want to know interesting conversation i want to know i yeah you know i will i'll mm-hmm. do that is he on he might be on by now not yet maybe in an hour or so <laughs> all right well i think i think that wraps up this podcast i think it does thank you for hopping on and asking so many questions of course thanks for having me again yes uh, you're welcome hopefully i return <laughs> hopefully <laughs> all right. it would have been it would have been hard not to bring you on after i said maybe i'll do this and you immediately were like hey pick me yeah i, like, I made it i made it it would have been offensive if you hadn't picked me true uh, considering that i began the pick me train in your initial post so (laughs) that's true (laughs) first come first serve (laughs) all right peace out to our listeners shout out whoever made it this far yes you are a real one that'd be shocking but especially (laughs) quick if you made it this far bonus props to you yeah what a homie (laughs) yes (laughs) all right right. peace (laughs) good stuff see you guys later